Today is July 9th, 2007, and you're listening to the Taylor Merrick Podcast, episode number 40, sponsored by GoDaddy. Today you'll learn about autopilot finances, audio branding, and choosing a blog platform. Welcome to the Taylor Merrick Podcast, the three-in-one podcast on finances, business, and technology. Podcasting to you from the studios of TaylorMerrick.com, located in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Here's your host, Taylor Merrick. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Taylor Merrick Podcast. Hey, how's everyone doing today? Welcome if you are a new listener. This podcast is coming to you as live as it can be from Washington, D.C. <laughs> well, actually, uh, I, re- I pre-recorded this podcast and... Right now, as you're listening to the podcast, July 9th, I'm enjoying myself in Washington, D.C., looking at all the sites, touring everything, and having a great time there. So what are you up to? (laughs) What fun have you been up to this week or this coming week? Yeah, and just to let you know, if you have any questions, comments, ideas at any time, you can call our toll-free comment line at 1-866-TMP. 2860. Also, if you want to listen to this podcast and the only option thing you're holding in your hand right now is a phone, maybe even the iPhone. Hey, the iPhone can play my podcast. <laughs> my podcast is the only iPhone compatible one. <laughs> I'm sure you're pretty sick of hearing the iPhone. But anyways, dial this number 1-831- Four eight zero three nine seven nine, and the latest episode will be played to you live over the phone. Doesn't matter what phone it is; it could even be the iPhone. <laughs> I am just having too much fun today. Anyways, don't forget to join in the conversation at the Taylor Merrick Podcast forums, and don't forget to donate to the Taylor Merrick Podcast College Fund. Link to it will be in the show notes, as it has in every show note. And thank you to those who have donated already. And I'm looking to go to college for a business administration degree. And, of course, everything I'd learn, I'd pass on to you. But first things first, you have to help send me there. So any donation would be greatly appreciated and will go a long way to even benefiting yourself. So today... In episode number 40 of the Taylor Merrick Podcast, sponsored by GoDaddy. For finances, you'll learn about autopilot finances. For business, you'll learn about audio branding. And for technology, you'll learn about choosing a blog platform. Are you looking for a place to get a domain name or web hosting? Well, then look no further. GoDaddy is the answer to all your questions. They have... 24-7 technical support, reachable on a phone. They have best domain name pricing you can find anywhere. They have 
everything and anything that you need to make and get and keep your piece of the internet and make your piece of the internet successful. And when you go out to GoDaddy.com to purchase your domain names, why don't you use these two codes to help you save next time you purchase? And when you're in a checkout line, you have your web hosting order ready for when you're getting web hosting through GoDaddy. Use the code POD11, P-O-D-11, to save 10% on that. Or just in general, buying a domain name or anything else, use the code BLUE11, B-L-U-11. Try GoDaddy today, own your piece of the internet, and save. For finances today, it is Autopilot Finances. And this article is from Aaron Burt from Kiplinger.com. Link to this will be in the show notes. This is actually quite an interesting article. I liked it, that's why I'm going to talk about it. And link to it in the show notes. She's talking about putting your finances on autopilot. And she says, keeping track of your money can be a daunting task. We show you six ways to set and forget your daily finances. And basically what she says in a nutshell is that, well, when you used to live at home and were under your parents' authority, well, your financial concern was how to spend your weekly allowance. Now that you're on your own, you have plenty of financial responsibilities. You have utility bills, household expenses, credit cards, debts, and such. And plus, you should start investing now, it would seem to take an organization freak with no life to keep track of everything and remember to make on-time payments, but actually this is a pretty simple system. And how you do it is by going automatic, and you should too. She says, now I've never mis misplaced a payment. I always have enough money to make regular contributions to my savings account and my Roth IRA, and the only reason I go to the post office now is to mail Christmas presents. I spend less time fiddling with my finances and more time doing what I want. Here are six ways you can simplify your life and put your finances on autopilot. She says the first way is you can deposit your paycheck directly into your bank account, and it saves you a trip from the bank, and it also keeps the money from creating a temptation. So what you should do is ask your employer if they offer direct deposit. And usually you just need to fill out a form in the Human Resources Department and provide a voided check from the account into which you have your money deposited in order to set it up. It should be pretty simple. So then your employer will, instead of writing you a check and worried about the temptation or having to go to the bank, it'll save you both of those because it'll be automatically deposited into your bank account. The second time, second ways you can save without thinking. Set up an automatic saving payment. Arrange with your employer maybe, possibly to directly deposit a portion of your paycheck into your savings account and rest your ch into checking. Or you can do it through your bank. You can also set up uh, other, like an investment, or if you want to do IRAs or 401ks or whatever you feel comfortable with and you can link to those accounts and a third way is you can stop paying your bills well by check you can pay most of your reoccurring bills automatically 
It usually includes credit cards, utilities, phone line, cable, and student loans without having to mess with deposit slips, stamps, and envelopes. Plus, you'll never miss a payment. And everything sticks to the schedule you set. You can arrange for automatic bill pay directly with each company, and it'll be time-consuming at first, but it's usually free. And once you have it set up, you can forget about it. Just make sure you have the money in account first. <laughs> Easier way to consolidate your bill paying with a single service from your bank. That's the easier way. You can also do your credit union or broker or go through an online provider such as AOL, MSN, Quicken, or Yahoo. And Quicken works pretty pretty good. And Wells Fargo works good depending on, well, what type of bank or what you choose. It's up to you. Some may provide a service fee with no strings attached. Others may require a minimum account balance or a regular bill paying activity to waive fees. That's usually five ten dollars a month. Number four is you can track your spending. Now you don't have to be an Excel whiz to craft a budget and watch where your money goes. If you use Wells Fargo Bank, I do. It Wells Fargo provides a free online spending report for customers. It'll track your bill payment, credit card and debit card purchases, and divides them up into twenty categories for you to see, such as gas, uh, utilities miscellaneous, education, such, and it works like a de facto budget, and you don't have to waste time sorting three seats and categorizing every single purchase yourself, because Wells Fargo has it labeled for you right there. Now, Microsoft Money, I've used that, and I've also used Quicken, or also other popular software programs that'll help you do the same thing. You can link them to your banking, investment, and credit cards account to download the necessary information. And they also offer a bill pay feature to help you set and forget your payments. Option number five is you can get the right investment mixed. Now, if you don't want to invest, but you don't know where to start, and you don't want to spend a lot of time managing your account, go with a so-called targeted fund if you feel comfortable with using mutual funds. Although, I wouldn't really... Because the mutual fund managers, they're making their money before you make yours, and so you're, eh, it's, it's a gamble. But if you feel comfortable with using a mutual fund, you can. There's also, um, you near your target date for retirement, some funds automatically tone down your risk level to make sure you maintain an ideal mix. Now there's the T-Roll Price Retirement Series, and there's also a Vanguard Retirement Target Retirement Fund and Fidelity Freedom Funds. Uh, if you don't want to go fund route, you can go putting it to a savings account. Save up for your real estate or for your stocks. Wells Fargo also has an application program, uh, something for you to buy stocks online. You just like pay a small fee and you can. It's actually nice because you don't have to have a couple thousand dollars in an account devoted just for stocks. You can actually have, like, it costs about $8 per share, $8 per transaction that you buy, and you can buy your stocks that way. That works. So it's up to you. Just get the right investment mix. And option number six is get free money. There are, there are tricks that you can use to get more out of your budget e each month, but one that doesn't require any m work on your part is using a credit card that has rewards. 
uh, you simply just go about your daily spending business and you can rack up a cash rebate. For example, spend $80 a week on groceries on a card with a 5% cash rebate and you'll earn about $200 back in a year. Now, if you don't have much of a credit history or any at all, you may not qualify for a rewards card. Of course, you'll have to see for yourself. But once you have a history of keeping your financial obligations, shop around for a good offer and let the free money flow in. So thank you to Aaron Burt for that article. Link to it will be in the show notes. And if you have any questions, comments, ideas, or anything you want to add to this, simply dial 1-866-TMP-2860. We will be right back with business. You're listening to the Taylor Merrick Podcast, a proud member of PodcasterWho'sWho.com, the who's who of podcasting. This show is a proud member of the Financial Podcast Directory. You can find this and other financial-related podcasts dealing with your personal finance at FinancialPodcastDirectory.com. Now, today in business, it is audio branding. And last week, I spoke about visually branding your company. And now, if you're going to go along the more audio route, if you're going to be playing ads or... If you're going to be having a podcast, you need to audio brand it as well so that it'll recognize as your company. Now, and there's even an option you can use to trademark your audio tone so nobody else can copy it off of you and say it's their tone for their company. Did you remember NBC, that three-tone ding, ding, ding? That's, that's actually trademarked. Now, you spent money and time and effort to get that trademark so nobody else can have that certain tone and you could be anywhere in the world but as soon as you hear those that tone you know it's NBC <laughs> and uh, same thing with McDonald's McDonald's changes theirs every so often their most recent one is I'm loving it and I'm not going to sing it because it sort of sounds corny <laughs> you can listen to it but whatever you hear that you think McDonald's. And in the, in the same realm with podcasting, each podcaster has their own so that when you listen to it, it distinguishes one podcast from another. I'm sure you know mine by now, what my audio branding is for my podcast. And it's very important to have one if you're going to be attracting customers' audio via audio realm it just works better that way because the people hear that tone and whether you have it on the radio or tv or on internet people will hear it and they'll say yep that's company and that's very important to have and uh, actually here's one tell me if you can recognize what this audio logo if you want to say audio branding is if you can recognize it. Okay. Ah, oh, what one is that? What do you think? You have that idea in your head already? I'm, yeah, I'm sure you could shout it out. It's Six Flags! 
Six Flags. It's playtime. Now, whenever you hear that tone uh, in a audio commercial, radio, yeah, radio or TV, you hear that and you think Six Flags. And even if you go into the park, they brand it even further and drill it into your head. They actually play that song. Do you? Whenever you're walking out around the park, every so often. And that's Six Flags for you. Now, it's very important. You can actually go around. There's a couple areas. You can go to audio brand your company. If you don't know of a place already you can go to, uh, here's a couple suggestions. You can go to audiobag.com, A-U-D-I-O-B-A-G.com, and they will design some music for you. Otherwise, there's another person that I know, Jeff Smith. You can find him at the Jeff Smith. That's spelled T H E G E O F F S M I T H dot com. The Jeff Smith dot com, and he will make one for you. A little jingle, if you want. Jingles are very important, and they've been around for a long time. And if you're in that area where you need an audio tone. Get one that fits with your company and stick with it. Now, if you would like to add anything further to this, simply dial 1-866-TMP-2860 and leave your message, and I'll play it on a show, and we can learn something from you even. And we will be right back with technology. This podcast is proudly listed at the best podcasting directory on the internet, podcastpickle.com. We now return you to your regularly scheduled download, already in progress. This podcast is part of the Blueberry Network. You can find this and other fine podcasts at blueberry.com. That's blueberry without the E's. This show is a proud member of the techpodcast.com network. Find out more about this and other shows at www.techpodcast.com. Techpodcast.com. If it's tech, it's here. That's for technology. It is choosing a blog platform. Now, if you're getting interested and you want to start a blog, you don't know where to go, well, I have a couple options for you. Uh, a couple are free versions. One is blogger.com, another one is wordpress.com, and there's plenty of others out there. Paid money to get hosting space, there's of course WordPress you can get, you can also get TypePad, and, and there's pros and cons for each one of the blog platforms. For Blogger, for one is that... um. The pros is that it make, it's very simple to set up a blog and operate it, maintain it. The only downside is you can't really uh, easily make a domain name redirect to your blogger account to have it branded that way. So like uh, uh, myblog.com, it'll be... It'll, of course, redirect, but it'll go to myblog.blogspot.com. Uh, uh, cons about it is that there's really no feed, 
So if you're going to do RSS syndication, a really simple syndication, it would be very difficult to do because it doesn't provide you with an RSS feed at all. Now with WordPress.com, it will, the pros and cons, the pros is it does just about everything that Blogger does. It just looks and operates differently, but it's very easy to set up, maintain, and create posts. And the pros is that you can also, you can add a domain name to it. There's one person who uses WordPress.com, that's uh, Robert Scoble. You can find him at scobelizer.com, and he he uses WordPress.com, and it's it's a free version. He just has his domain name pointing to it. Pro WordPress.com provides you with the capability to have uh, set up a domain name for that WordPress blog, which comes in handy. And, of course, it costs money to do it that way. And also, other ways it benefits you is you can pick a whole bunch of different themes so that if there really isn't a theme that you like, you can pick from a whole bunch of different themes. They're not unlimited, but, you know, it gives you enough for a taste of what kind of a sidebar you want. Uh, two, three, four column. And, uh, of course, if you get TypePad or WordPress.org, it's even more customizable. And uh, there's pros and cons to each one of them. So, but, you know, go around and experiment with them and see which one works the best for you. For me, WordPress works better. It's really in a personal taste. And WordPress.com, I forgot to mention this, you can, it does provide you with RSS feed, so you can syndicate it out to the world and have people subscribe to that feed, whereas in Blogger you can't. And so that's that with choosing a blogging platform. Really, you have to go out and experiment it with yourself and see which one works for you, what your needs and wants and desires are for the type of blog type system that you want. So those are my top picks, I guess you could say, recommended to you. Now, if there's anything you'd like to add to this, you like to get up on a soapbox and say something, by all means, go ahead. Dial 1-866-TMP-2860. And that will wrap it up for technology. Thanks for listening to this episode in the Taylor Merrick Podcast. Show notes for this episode and past episodes can be found by going to taylormerrick.com. If you have any questions, comments, ideas at any time, please call one 866 TMP 2860. Don't forget to join in the conversation at the Taylor Merrick Podcast forums. I'm Taylor Merrick, and I will see you next week.